0: Like professional wrestling? Ah, we like professional wrestling, too. This is Shake Them Ropes for mid-October. I'm Jeff Hawkins, along with Chris Novembrino. Hi, Chris.
1: Hello, Jeffrey.
0: <laughs> I was trying to think of something in the last 30 seconds of, hey, what's, what's some small talk we could make? And all, all it's about is uh the self-assessment, which I just, I hate. I still hate the self-assessment. I don't care how many times I do it. It's always, it's always, you know. Why don't you just tell me what you? I'm I'm Gen X, so it's always, you know. I come into work, and I I basically ask my boss what they think of me, as opposed to, well, here I am. I'm going to sell myself on all my greatness to you, and you're gonna tell me whether or not I'm right or wrong.
1: Yeah, uh, the self assessment is, is just always dangerous. I, 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 right? No, right? Like there, there, it's. It's a weird way for them to avoid actually having conversations about those topics with you and instead using a rhetorical device to like act like they've had that conversation, but in a way where you can't actually have a discourse on it. Yeah. Even the whole passive response mechanism makes it just unfairly stacked against the employee.
0: It was, it was either talking about my 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 work life or the uh, the wormhole for this week that I that I went down in terms of learning subjects that I don't know a lot about but I'm fascinated by. Uh, craps, a table game. <laughs>
1: Okay, what did you learn about craps <laughs> you know, this week? Oh
0: I'm, I'm learning I'm learning all about I've, I've learned that I, I was playing far too positive and I should be I should be playing the dark side of craps really, because that's where the money's made is being the jerk who bets against the table.
1: <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, the house the house is
0: well what, once you once you get the rollout, if you avoid the seven there, you're good because because all the odds are on your side. It's the thing is everybody wants to be friendly and stuff. And and sometimes even Vegas almost encourages it by calling out people who play don't pass and don't come. Oh, dark side roller here, you know, trying to make you the jerk about when really you're not in competition with anybody. You're in competition with the numbers that are being rolled as opposed to the people, but it's all, it's all a work to get more money lost. And so you spend more in Vegas
1: interesting interesting so you need to go in and just basically play the dark side of the craps table
0: <laughs> that's what i'm gonna do i think or i'm gonna find an empty table so i don't get so i'm not like the buzzkill because i remember last time i was in vegas i'm going to vegas in a month it, it's it, it was one of those things where everybody was playing the pass line and they were playing odds and it was a party even if we lost or whatever there's this one guy just kept throwing money on the don't pass and everybody's just, oh, you're a party pooper, blah blah blah. I'm like, no, this guy was correct <laughs> because the chances of rolling a seven after the after the roll are much better than any other number on on the on the board. So of course the odds are in your favor, and once you get, if you can hedge against the don't pass line come out roll. So yeah, uh, <laughs> shake them craps here. Well, Shake uh, them, crap. die it was it's right died. there. I was right it, there. Yeah, it and was right there. And just, right there. I, I apologize. Jeez. I'm so bad at this. uh anyways, <laughs> wrestling news. Top story: If you were watching Dynamite, you'd know this. Hangman Adam Page suffered a concussion in the main event of Dynamite. He is going to be okay, but it was scary there for a few moments. He uh, he, he tweeted out on social media that he had a very nice panini the next day, and that he will be okay of course a little bit scary on a flip bump on a lariat there chris
1: yeah uh it yes a scary finish to the match it obviously interrupted the flow of dynamite i applaud them for ending the match as opposed to trying to work around the well i guess you wouldn't be able to work around the incapacitated man like that uh one episode of dark i think it was where that that's (laughs) essentially what they did
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, look, hey, growth, progress, we must applaud these things. Although Taz,
0: uh, Taz wanted to dwell on it a little bit, and Excalibur was like, well, here's the rundown of the next week of shows.
1: I, I mean, the, the thing I think is interesting, I don't know what the finish of that match was supposed to be, but I actually like the stoppage as a finish for Adam Page better. Yeah. than like Paige gets pinned off of the Death Rider or whatever. I, I think it's, it's more interesting that he just couldn't continue. And it did more in a way to make Moxley look dominant. Yes. This guy is so white hot right now that he can win title defenses on like sub finishing moves like the King Kong Lariat.
0: It, it was It was a happy accident. Let's put it that way. You never want to say, oh, man, it was great that the guy not- got knocked out. <laughs> and 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 Paul Turner was absolutely fantastic in terms of seeing what had happened and stopping the match right away as opposed to, hey, can you still go on? Uh, you know, like you see in a lot of uh, UFC referees sometimes let fights go on way too lo- much longer than they should.
1: Old school WWF, got to finish it with a roll-up.
0: Yes. <laughs> go, home. Um, go home.
1: Go home. Go home.
0: But, you know, in terms of something that I mean, a a negative that you can turn into a positive, it definitely will help you build Moxley as a a champion, I think, in in many ways as well. Not that I want to dismiss the importance of of what happened, but at the same time, it's this is wrestling. This is a performance. Use it. You know, I think I think that's a great idea, as a matter of fact.
1: Yeah, I, I would never. I I wouldn't say let's try to use these type of finishes more often. No, Obviously, no, not, not, no, no, <laughs> no, no, don't use injury finishes too often. Let's but work like people on that, like, oh. no, no, I, I wouldn't want to do that either. I think that that that's a little too, it's a little too much. But I do think there is a place for stoppages as finishes, and like this, this is actually it was a good deployment of it. Obviously, I hope Paige gets well soon, and that's that's all I've really got to say on this. Okay.
0: Chris Jericho signed a new contract with AEW through early January 2026. Um, Will also be taking on more responsibilities such as mentoring young talent and helping out with creative, et cetera, et cetera. But I find, at least in terms of the choice signings, um, you know, we, we just resigned John Moxley, who was the big get that was under contract with the other company. And we've and we've now put all in on the guy who was available, who's who was the veteran. Get, um, it's just it's 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 interesting in the narrative. Let's put it that way. Of uh, the people that Tony is starting to lean on now, especially in the aftermath of All Out.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, when you're looking for a voice of reason, I think as you look up and down this roster, Chris Jericho would be the first person you'd think of. Just uh,
0: Is that sarcasm? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, no. Expound on that. I mean, other than look, his, other uh, than politics. I mean, yeah. But I mean, I mean. I mean. I mean I, his contributions to the business and his business acumen. Are you? Saying I don't think
1: his not? booking sensibilities are all that great either, okay. Jeff. Okay. Yeah. No. I. That's I, what it, I wanted. That's no. What I wanted if you're looking, you, no. It's 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 beyond that. Although I I do think that that matters. Is there some utility in a guy who can throw a party and have WWE guys intermingle with Tony Khan? Yeah. Of course there is. Uh, is there some utility to Jericho still in the ring? Yeah, yeah, there is. Uh, it, it as a management figure, no. And like, dude, talk is Jericho belies a boneheaded man far beyond just politics. <laughs> like, 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 uh, so. Like flat Earth stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, he. It, he managed to be on both sides of the coronavirus conspiracy spectrum at various points during the pandemic. Like, no, I, th- th- this is okay, well, This well, is me- just not a guy that I, I, I would use as the voice of reason.
0: Because it's obvious I, I'm recording this far too soon after work to understand sarcasm. Let, let me ask you this then. In terms of your inner circle, who do you want there more? Do you want Moxley and Jericho or do you want Kenny and the Young Bucks?
1: I mean, between those two options, yes. Moxley and Jericho. Okay,
0: <laughs> yeah. that that tells me all I need to know is that you you would go with C, none of the above. I I think in terms of in
1: terms yeah of yeah, way. I think Mo- no, obviously Moxley needs to have a much bigger role in this company. He he he's consistent. He's extremely consistent. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I I I'm not saying he's. I I've made it clear he's he's not my favorite match in the world, but. He is a great promo. He has great fan con- connection. Uh, in in the big spots, John Moxley delivers. Uh, I I and I think he, by and large, understands a. St- like put the, you know, the barbed wiry sort of stuff to the side, right? Like the actual like Moxley sensibilities about like what makes a good pro wrestling match that doesn't involve plunder and stuff. I think it's more or less spot on with where the times are right now in a way that I wouldn't say it is with Chris Jericho. Look at the deadline. It's an anachronism in 2022. I just I don't trust this man's instincts when it comes to booking.
0: I I will give the devil his due. He is grabbing the bag at at his age, and that is somewhat amazing. Uh, You have to expect that he got paid a nice little sum of money to stick around as opposed to, and Jericho very much would jump at the chance to go back to WWE for another run and and take their money. Good morning, get paid. I tweeted every morning, (laughs) wake up. He got paid. Congratulations. Um,
1: no, but, you know, I would compare him to uh, this is an old school sports reference. Kurt uh-huh. Thomas, veteran power forward slash center who, who played on a bunch of different teams, most notably the San Antonio Spurs in the aughts. Okay. Like he was on, on a bunch of those championship teams. He was doing this like it like up to like 41 or 42. Uh, I, I think, you know, do you, do you get Kurt Thomas for a veterans minimum? Sure. You don't massively overpay Kurt Thomas and put him into management.
0: Would it also, you know, would Udonis Haslam also be a good uh,
1: <laughs> comparison? Kurt Thomas, no, okay. Haslam was a poor man's Kurt Thomas.
0: Okay, and, and he, if anyone wants believe, to fight me on no... that,
1: you can fight me on that. You, okay. you fight me on that.
0: Yes, we'll we'll have we'll have shake them sports battles uh later.
1: Shake them balls is what what we're <laughs> talking about right
0: there and I just did Right see that there one yeah, Shake I'm,
1: them balls. Oh, I'm just
0: failing every aspect of hosting today. Uh Ace Steel, real name Chris Guy was released on October 17th stemming from the brawl on 9/4 after all out where he allegedly hit Nick Jackson in the face with a chair and bit Kenny Omega in helping CM Punk who had punched Matt Jackson. This is Dave Meltzer writing how how this went down. Lucy Guy, his wife, who was backstage with a broken foot, taking care of CM Punk's dog Larry, was never spoken with regarding the investigation. AEW is in talks with Punk about the future, but right now it looks doubtful he will be back. Those with close knowledge of the situation said they are in talks with Punk about a buyout of the remaining years of his contract, which tells you that they are not looking to bring him back. The holdup right now is said to be the non-compete period. Now, let's play detective here and qui bono who benefits because there's only three people who are leaking this kind of information in terms of this buyout thing, Chris. It's either good faith and in that terms I'd say uh, a certain Chris Harrington, perhaps, possibly. Tony Khan himself because he wants some leverage or something like that. Or one of the one of the members of the elite probably <laughs> i don't think punk is saying you know what my hang up right now is my buyout maybe i don't know but this is this that that little that little piece of information to me is made to make punk look bad here in that oh he just wants to go back to wwe where he'd make money or something like that i don't know am i reading too much into that did, did, did uh, that piece of information, yeah. just kind of go, huh, okay. Uh, I
1: mean, there's that. And then there's the, we didn't speak to a Steele's wife, who <laughs> seems to me to be like the only non-adrenalized human in that room. And so you might want to actually get a version of events from her.
0: I-, I will bring this up. I brought this up to you before the show, but I will, I will take the scorn and fury of many a listener uh, <laughs> of shake them ropes. Just because Punk is the one that they're looking to get rid of, does not necessarily mean Punk was the bad guy in this entire situation.
1: I, I know. I think it, th- there are a lot of fans who will never be able to make the moral distinction between this person was let go ipso facto. This person is the bad person. Yes, and I, in- I think it's it's very obvious to me that like sometimes you these are different business decisions are not moral decisions. I think a lot of the same people might know that as well.
0: Yes. Um, Punk is the path of least resistance. Because you'll know, (laughs) nobody was fired in this whole Andrade Sammy or uh, Eddie Kingston Sammy situations. Uh, It's obvious to me.
1: Which admittedly is a problem for the backdrop of all of this. A little bit. A bit. Yeah, it admittedly, is a huge problem for the backdrop of all of this, because now you have an incident that came after this with a judgment already rendered.
0: Yeah, and let's <laughs> let's let's get rid of the elephant in the room here. Uh, I think a lot of this has to do with the locker room would be very upset if you kept the guy who doesn't like Cole Cabana. Uh And they like Cole Cabana a lot in the locker room. I'm not saying that Punk wasn't a jerk. I'm not saying that Punk didn't say some things that might have rubbed people the wrong way.
1: But I mean, who among us does not delight at the brand <laughs> of comedy that Colt Cabana brings to us?
0: Okay, but, but yeah, I, I, I get on that. dark,
1: <laughs> on dark elevation, Jeffrey,
0: on random house
1: shows in Paducah, Illinois. This man puts smiles on the faces of literally dozens.
0: If your choice is cutting punk or cutting the bucks in Omega, you're gonna cut punk. I'm Chris, I am of the opinion that in the short term, punk was more money than Omega and the Bucks. I know some people are gonna say, what are you talking about? He can't they can't put on as good a match with punk as they can with Omega and the Bucks. I didn't say that. I said you draw more money with Punk in the short term than you do with Omega and the Bucks because Punk can talk and the other two really don't in some ways. They can put on a super match. You can have a forbidden door super card type thing and put them on there and, you know, oh, this will be a match of the year candidate. I'm not saying that. I'm saying for box office and for media and other things. In the next two years, who would I rather have? Punk. In the next five years, who would I rather have? Maybe the Elite.
1: Yeah, but but I mean, I, it would very much for me be maybe the elite still. Okay. Because I we've, don't. We've
0: seen the ceiling though for Kenny as champ.
1: <laughs> right. That that's that's a thing for me. It, yeah. Right. Right. It, it, it's it's that you know I I think I would roll the dice on ride the CM Punk train until his knees fall apart or something. Um, because that I feel like that we're ultimately going to this man's career ends in injuries in his early to mid forties. Um, but,
0: but let me, let me but I would ride
1: the pony on that for longer. I, I mean, I think you got more mileage and see him punk on commentary. and this is a thing that like he, he has always seemed interested in doing. And I feel like if the money was right and, and you gave him like a you know meaningful commentary role, he'd sink his teeth into that. And that would be interesting in a way that Kenny nor Matt nor Nick Jackson could ever deliver on. You can't put those guys in a booth and have them be a draw like that.
0: Let me, let me temper my, my statement with this, because I know that this will be a, and it's a legitimate talking point. It's a legitimate argument Well, they never really pushed the elite as the top act in AEW, but that was their choice. That was the choice of the elite and Kenny to not come in and be the big belt holders, you know, and to give other guys a chance and other things like that. That was a choice. And right now I think you've actually passed the window where they would be the top act in professional wrestling. I'm going to be honest. I I think, I think they'd be a, a top act, but the top act. No, I still think, I still think Moxley is much bigger. I think page is a much bigger act, even though he might be lumped in there with the elite, but we'll see.
1: Yeah. I, I think page is a bigger act. Okay. Yeah. No, it's, it's funny. Now you say that, I kind of think he is. Like, he's got more upside. He's like ten years younger than those guys. He has at least as strong a fan connection here stateside as as Omega. I mean, Omega more internationally for sure. Um, yeah. In terms of
0: growing AEW stateside and to take on WWE, I would. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I just. I think they've. I think. I don't think putting Omega and the Bucks at the top of. AEW as the main guys is going to grow as much as you think it is. I, I, just, right now, I just don't, but that's that'll, that'll be, yeah, yeah, on yeah. Boards no, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: this, this might be like the forever debate that gets shut down after 25,000 glorious pages, yes, uh, yes, on, on F4W. But, uh, I, no, I, I think, at least to me, like there's a lot of intrigue like a heel CM Punk going up against a babyface Adam Page who is, like really livid that all of his friends are gone from a like, like basically the implication not necessarily bringing up the friends but like you've ruined aew would be bas- <laughs> as the narrative to see a pot no lead into it you you got the not, aew no. you've no. got the aew stands who are already there like
0: i no, i'm not gonna do that
1: <laughs> uh, no you're supposed to, yes, and this. That's no, the rules of improv. I, I, Whatever. I already,
0: have, I already have people who hate me in, in, in our own Discord. Oh, so. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> no. Oh,
1: oh. now you're catching up to me. People are starting <laughs> to not like you now. Ooh. Oh, people,
0: people have never liked me. Chris, yeah. I got news for you. Uh, <laughs> day one, canceled. No pay-per-view for WWE now planned between Survivor Series and Royal Rumble. To which I say, good. Build the Rumble. Get away from Vince-isms and having a big event in the middle of something that should be very important. Royal Rumble is the quote-unquote first stop on the road to WrestleMania. Let's keep it that way, as opposed to starting the year with a half-assed pay-per-view that going, that's going against college football because Vince doesn't believe in college football. I'm serious. He doesn't believe in college football. <laughs> that Why would people want to watch that at all?
1: They're just children. They're just children playing sports. Yes. <laughs>
0: They're just teenagers play- going out there and playing sports. It's not like it's the NFL or anything. <laughs> but yeah, day one gone. Thank goodness. Um <laughs> interesting. We, we I have to backtrack on a note we made last week and a conversation we thought was interesting. Carl Anderson double booked for November 4th. Anderson, has publicly said, he was double booked, gave a kayfabe excuse that New Japan never emailed his quote unquote agent, Luke Gallows, who handles his bookings on the date. And that was just meant as a comedy response. He said he would be appearing on Crown Jewel instead, which is also the same night he was supposed to quote unquote defend his never open weight championship. Surprisingly, New Japan has yet not acknowledged this statement, and Anderson versus Hikaleo is still on the show, although based on its usual protocol, it would be expected they will acknowledge it very soon. It would look bad for that promotion's honesty to advertise the match more than a day or two after this. Oh,
1: damn! Mm. Mm. New Japan, mm. you poor child. God, uh, no, <laughs> here's the thing, Jeffrey. Here's the thing. What is wrestling without the honesty?
2: You
0: know, it's about ethics in professional wrestling
1: <laughs> and the rules. And the rules. Does nobody care about the rules anymore? No. So no. I'm, Chris, I'm glad. Chris. I'm glad that there's that rejoinder at the end of the article. Thank you. <laughs> I am. I am. Because someone needs to take a stand. New it's, Japan had been no. under the impression yeah. Anderson would
0: return and work out his dates and lose the title. WWE had even on the air
1: acknowledged anderson holds a title in new japan get it together new japan for, <laughs> for the industry's sake
0: well well interesting you say that chris because i'm gonna bring this follow-up and see what you have to say about that wwe contacted aew to use billy gunn in their dx reunion that aired at the end of monday night raw
1: Tony... Oh, you don't say! I feel like there's a prediction on some show that I heard uh, about something like yeah. that happening.
0: Well, Tony Khan in return asked that uh, that that WWE television acknowledge that Billy Gunn <sighs> worked for AEW in response and WWE passed. Now, <laughs> here's my question. Did they just have this DX reunion just to see if they could get Billy Gunn from AEW and they'd relent? Because that's an interesting story to me more than Oh, WWE tried and Tony gave something, gave, gave, a gave a uh, condition and then WWE being meanies decided they weren't going to use the AEW talent, you know, th- that, that talking point where I'm just like, now nah, you try. And then you walk away. Cause you know, they're going to say no, because there are a lot of people who are like, well, they never should have asked. Cause you know, WWE would never treat him correctly. And all that. You know, uh, uh, kind oh, of yeah. and, and like,
1: here's the thing that, that, DX segment at the end of the show was such a tightly wound clock of a segment that, you know, just injecting Billy Gunn into it could have thrown off the whole chemistry.
0: Oh, Oh, it was dreadful. Everything about wrestling this week was almost dreadful, except for MJ. WWE this week trademark deadline looks to be the next title of an NXT premium live event that will happen. Get this on the same day as Ring of Honor Final Battle, but at a different time. And also of interest is that this NXT premium live event is expected not to take place at the Performance Center. So that means they're going to try and sell an arena with NXT again, which is an interesting foot in the water. And also do it on the same day as Ring of Honor's premium pay-per-view and Tony Khan was on saying that he might have good news on this pay-per-view about a weekly Ring of Honor show, Chris. That's not called Rampage.
1: No, oh, I thought it was called Dynamite.
0: <laughs> you know, th- this this grudge will continue. I'll I'll read this next one. I'll get I'll get your thoughts, but uh, on Tuesday AEW did 752,000 viewers with a 0.26 in the 18 to 49 demo and 0.20 in 18 to 34. NXT did 676,000 viewers with 0.18 in the 18 to 49 and 0.10 in the 18 to 34. Yikes. Now, granted, there were two. Two postseason baseball games. Yeah. There were there it was the opening night of the NBA. Yeah. And it was a night that was different for AEW. I will Mm -hmm. make all these excuses. Yeah. That said, that Yankee game before AEW did a monster number. And a lot of people's narrative is: oh, look, AEW kicked NXT's ass. And maybe they did. But at the same time. They've routed is,
1: them by far greater numbers in the past. This yeah. is like a closing of the gap, if anything.
0: A little bit. I think that's true, too. I think I think, look, as much as people want AEW to quote-unquote win over Team McMahon, and trust me, I get that feeling. I, <laughs> wrestling isn't cool. I think that's the statement we're getting out of this, because everybody would rather watch a meaningless opening night game of the NBA of, oh, the Cleveland Cavaliers taking on.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's always a Minnesota possibility that that wrestling's just not hot.
0: Yes. And that's what I took out of this is that wrestling isn't hot. And well, NXT, they brought a bunch of uh, main roster people on there to 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 help. It's like, yeah, but did they really plug it other than on Raw? the previous yeah, night
1: yeah i mean come on like you're saying this to aew fans who are supposed to be the smarter like it they, they've seen that before they know what that entails uh it shouldn't be i mean i don't know but like look rhea ripley versus roxanne perez you know an intriguing pairing but you're not like sitting there thinking oh this is a main event program It, it it's not it's not that it's not that uh that it's not I mean, I, you know I don't overread it, these numbers, but I, I certainly have a hard time looking at this as a, a successful experiment for AEW.
0: Everybody wants this to be McDonald's versus Burger King. And really, it's Joe's Burger Shack versus Craig's Burger Shack down the road. And you're just like, it's just two small little niches of entertainment battling it out with one another. That's all it is with, with guys who own billions behind it, be it stockholders or Tony Khan. It's just it's it's like it's an it's, I guess it's an interesting horse race to people who are in wrestling media. It's just not to me at times. I mean, it it's if it were a hotter product, it would be, but it's not. So yeah, I don't I don't get it. But uh, any other thoughts on any of these stories?
1: No, no.
0: Then tell us, please, about Hello Fresh.
1: Okay, so people, we talked earlier about honesty. <laughs> it matters. It matters. So listen to your boy Novi right now. Let's have a little candid moment, shall we? What is HelloFresh, you ask me? With HelloFresh, you're going to get farm-fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy. It doesn't have to be a struggle anymore. Fun and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. I wouldn't lie to you about that. Subscribe to HelloFresh and check that annoying box that says save money off of your fall to-do list. HelloFresh is 25% cheaper than the takeout and less expensive than grocery shopping. Two, time to cozy up and save money by cooking at home. Fall was the perfect time to experience the delicious taste and unparalleled convenience of hello fresh with hello fresh ingredients travel from the farm a farm near you to your doorstep in less than seven days so you know they're fresh there's no lies there this isn't new japan lying to you <laughs> no no you'll have pre portioned ingredients to make cooking a snap and cut down on food waste no more lies Jeffrey and I once had an experience with HelloFresh. Oh, OK, <laughs> as the kids say, Jeffrey, as as the kids say, no cap, no cap. And we loved it. We, we enjoyed our time with HelloFresh. Uh, sometimes, sometimes, Jeff. I look back on those days wistfully and <laughs> I wonder, no, I wonder, will it ever be that good again? Well, could be if I went to HelloFresh.com slash VOW65 and use the code VOW65 for 65% off plus free shipping. They're not going to charge you for shipping. No more shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash VOW65. No more shipping. No more, shipping. No more, no more lies. No more shipping. Okay. Now, there is only love and promo code VOW65. <laughs> Hello Fresh, America's number one. Bill okay. <laughs> it's like to thank Bill Clinton for his
0: great read of the Hello Fresh copy. That was that's, that was fantastic stuff. And now, the lazy river of wrestling criticism. Whatever we watched, whatever we want to talk about, amongst all the shows that played currently or are in the history of the entire professional wrestling business. If you decided to watch history this week, I didn't, but Chris might've, we're going to talk about that now. Chris, shall we get the Halloween havoc preview out of the way first?
1: yes or actually no. let's we, do it let's, let's do because okay fine i'm
0: sorry i just no really... i i just
1: have my hopes F, up
0: well i know but the mjf promo was just so damn good
1: no it's the no no he
0: bypassed he, that he's you know, fantastic halloween he, Havoc.
1: yeah no he's I fantastic can't
0: do, I, no more lies chris i can't bypass no more that lies good faith no more lies this is one of the best things in the history of stuff and and yes i this again it's another great MJF as the villain origin promo. <laughs> it, it, are we are we going to have certain stages, every stage of his young career, someone will have wronged him and he's going to become a better heel because of it. But he came out there and this, this was number one rang true to me because I've had a situation with like this, with a television producer who wrote the nastiest mail to me I've ever received. And I kept it all these years. And while I wasn't a successful television writer, it did, it did motivate me to try hard in my career. Trust me, so I could shove it in their face. Um,
1: no, I. It was very real for me too. Uh, my my incident happened when I was closer to MJF's age. Uh, where, where an older individual in their forties just really, really, really shat on me, oh, yeah. uh, and, and, and like, and create a real crisis of freaking confidence uh uh about this whole music thing um like i uh, my yeah. mine was you yeah, the, yeah.
0: you're the most arrogant person who has ever contacted me and i went <laughs> i went and everybody everybody who knows me goes you? i go yeah me the most self-deprecating low self-esteem person who ever lived possibly was being arrogant no i was trying to it, it was that point where it's like yeah i'm gonna sell my abilities Ah, oh, you're arrogant screw you i'm gonna tell people never to hire you you know that kind of thing and you're just like all i was was a 22 year old kid who didn't know anything <coughs> about showbiz and you absolutely use that to crush my dreams thank you very much
1: no but but this this was great yeah. MJF's part was great, but then also William Regal's part was great, okay. too.
0: I had a quibble on, on Regal's part, but I want to hear your thoughts on
1: that. You could first. certainly quibble on it, but I think what made it so good is an, the first beat of it almost felt like he was going to go into the boomer trope of back in my day, we walked uphill both ways sort of stuff, right? But then it, it he did something in the performance there and in the delivery there where it like, it, it didn't go into that. It's like, no, I'm like just old. I know what you're talking about. It was even worse for me. Like you, you have chosen to make the, to wear this as like a talisman of rage to justify all your awfulness. But you need to understand that like you actually have had a setback. What happened? You hurt. But like part of life and, you know, for lack of a better term, adulting is like really awful stuff is going to happen to you. And like, it's not going to even be justified. But like part of learning to be an adult, God knows I'm learning this lesson right now, is learn how to process stuff that you didn't initiate on yourself. And... Stay positive about. Yeah, you are yeah,
0: sometimes yeah. a part of somebody else's storm. Is that right? Sometimes teach it uh, <coughs> <laughs> in religious terms. Um, yeah. I my, the only quibble I had really was, and and I went over this on the Dynamite Show was I didn't like the smiling, uh, of of Regal. Okay, I, I thought it I thought it upstaged a bit. I thought it was borderline. It might be corpsing because I I smile when somebody's yelling at me because I get nervous. So I thought it might be a nervous ticking away. But I thought he I thought it was it might have been a lack of focus on Regal's part because I think he should have been taking in the words a little bit more
1: um as opposed to I would have liked to see him trying to remember. Like yes. l- like I would have liked to seen the eyes say I remember sitting at my computer writing that as as
0: opposed to, yes, I did that. And it was to spurn you on. That was what the smile looked like to me. And I was just like, no, that rings a little false. But once he got into the promo, he got the right tone. And I liked that. It was just that visual of him almost watching, going, egging him on going, yes, keep doing it. And if he was going to go that way, I would have wanted the point at point at the chin and say, okay, hit me because that's what you want to do. You either have to go harder into that or you have to, reduce your uh or you have to rethink your reaction to what he's saying to you so from an acting standpoint
2: what's going on guys this is rich from the flagship podcast here on the voice addressing podcast network and i just want to let you know about a brand new sponsor we have for the network it's eufy and let me tell you a little bit about their newest product the eufy video smart e 330 this isn't your everyday smart lock this is a smart lock a 2k camera Yuffieofficial. slash video lock, and we thank them for sponsoring the Voice Wrestling Podcast Network.
0: point. I kind of had a, had a, and it's just a minor quibble because it was an outstanding segment all the way around. Before anybody thinks, oh, Jeff hated that. No, loved it. Best thing I saw on TV all
1: week. Loved it. I, it's it's just real interesting. It's like, will does this. Is, if they continue with the Moxley MJF program, at do you turn Moxley?
0: No, I. Here, here's what I think. Because of the whole thing where I'm going to do this the right way this time, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think Regal turns on the Blackpool Combat Club. I think Regal turns on Moxley, goes with MJF, and I also think, and I think, and this is an idea I put out there just from watching everybody's reactions to both programs. I think this is, there, there was a stable rumored to be happening in the mid-90s called Apocalypse uh, to be an anti-horseman. And it was going to be Regal, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, and I believe either Jericho or Malenko. I can't remember which. It might have been either one of the at any time. I think we get Garcia and Yuda. And I think we have a heel young lion stable against all these quote unquote stars type thing under the tutelage of William Regal. That's what I'm, that's what it feels like to me, at least.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, no, I I, I definitely, I feel like a swerve is coming here. Yes. Uh, yeah, but and I don't mean with Keith uh, Lee, uh, but yes.
0: <laughs> Indubitably.
1: Indubitably. <laughs> yeah. Ugh god god
2: (laughs) God. (laughs) i I like
1: i like him but if this dynamic between swerve as a character and keith as a character this many weeks in is absolutely incoherent it's preposterous Uh, no it's yeah it's it's it.
0: either keith condones the bad behavior right. or he's gonna join in on it it's one of those two things he right can't keep himself separate from
1: it no there's like this weird moral high ground bs that he keeps doing and it's like no like like you can't sudden swerve in as your black hand to do a menace yes. <laughs> like <laughs> uh, it's ridiculous it's very silly um
0: so let's do halloween havoc then okay Six matches, premium live event on Saturday. I don't know how widely it'll be watched. There are some intriguing matches to me, at least on this. In terms of on paper, it looks like it could be a fun show. I'm not going to deny it because they got a lot of their best on this show. So we'll see We'll see what Chris thinks of it. But uh, six matches announced, starting with Apollo Crews versus Grayson Waller in a spin-the-wheel-make-the-deal match stipulation to be determined what have you thought of this whole grayson waller apollo Cruz program because it's bordering on the uh like i like grayson waller a lot i know he can talk i like his cockiness and i like apollo Cruz a lot but the dream stuff has been preposterous to me
1: yeah the With dream the, stuff the bleeding it's...
0: eye stuff it's like okay
1: it just isn't working, I, no. I, and it doesn't. Even the in-house crowd just doesn't seem to be going with it. So I, I don't know who the eye stuff is for, but I'm guessing what we're what we're going to see. Whatever they're going to wrap up the spooky ookie stuff with Apollo Crews would be my suspicion. Uh, who do I think wins? I would say Grayson Waller wins.
0: I think somehow one of these dreams comes true because of the stipulation, and somebody ends up with a bloody eye. I guess since Apollo Crews already had it, I guess Grayson Waller ends up with it. I'll go the other way. I think Apollo Crews wins this, even though I don't think he should necessarily. Okay, okay. Moving on, Julius Creed versus Damon Kemp in an ambulance match. If Julius loses, Brutus Creed will have to leave NXT. Huh. Huh. Okay, so remi- I gotta remind myself who is who in terms of the Creed brothers.
1: Brutus is the shorter, stockier one. Julius is the one who talks. Okay, he's the taller one.
0: That that thank you. Uh, that that no that helps helps things a lot. Uh, I'll go first on this. I expect Roddy Strong to have been in on this the entire time i would not be shocked if brutus creed was in on this the entire time either although i love the creed brothers as an act and i think they should stay together you you just
1: you just need that a2 brute moment don't you yes yeah you do
0: look roman history very important to me i need (laughs) or shakespeare
1: Uh, yeah i was just saying it's more shakespeare but yeah yeah like thank you but yes uh
0: no, we're, we're going to have the entirety of Chase U. With the only, the only
1: reason why this can't, why Creed. this, that would be hilarious. Some reenactment of this. <laughs> God. Uh, under their graduation robes. Yes,
0: exactly. They're all graduating from Chase U. And then they all stab Julius Creed in the middle of the match. It'll be great. No,
1: the only reason you can't do the A2 Brute thing is that, like, it it wouldn't make any sense. So, like, Brutus costs Julius the match, but then Brutus has to leave NXT.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, that, that's completely preposterous. You only get that kind of action in NXT, to be honest with you. Um, it's, it's a more interesting choice for Julius to lose and for Brutus to have to leave.
1: It is. And, and maybe Brut- is.
0: Brutus comes back under a mask or something. He's like the but, new, but we've rider. also
1: now introduced in that promo that uh, Damon Kemp's got a brother, Gable yeah. Steves. Yeah, and so like maybe I mean, Gable so,
0: Stevenson causes the loss.
1: It's Stevenson, and he Stevenson. might. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's still it's weird. Of the yeah, but yeah, like no, Stevenson could very well cause the loss here, but I tend to think. I'm going to go the other way. I say Julius wins here. We get the Stevenson debut at the end of the match here. And okay. what we're building to is a tag team match. Yes. So that'll be yes. an absolute banger for these two young. As like, long bold. as
0: Gable can work in, ter- in a pro wrestling sense. We know he has mad athletic skills, but in a pro re- I mean, this this is going to be Steiner's versus varsity club.
1: No, uh, yeah. If he can work at all. And, 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 and let's not bury the lead on Damon Kemp either, because Damon Kemp, I enjoy this guy. He's yes. got a fully formed yes. freaking character. And Julius does too. Uh, like, like, it was so fun watching this promo this week. Cause it's like this This is what NXT in my mind is supposed to be. Yes. Young guys who who don't have a name yet, who are both clearly talented, finding themselves on the microphone in, in the ring, and like this is the joy of watching developmental wrestling it was watching a segment like julius creed and damon Kemp, at least for me
0: i actually like brutus creed's charisma too i know people oh julius is the talk no he has, a, he has that yeah, he's trying way too hard type of charisma and i love it i
1: absolutely adore no him. and i i i love them too is like meathead brothers like yes. like yes they're 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 great like
0: duke and they're meatheads that's just irony all the way around um <laughs> roxanne perez versus cora jade in a spin the wheel make the deal match the stipulation being weapons wild i gotta go on this roxanne perez kick right now because again i have said here for weeks you need to protect her you need to protect her you need to protect her what do we do we put her on smackdown in a six-woman tag with Just that, oh, well, if you watched NXT, you knew she'd be showing up on SmackDown. But they don't say who she is other than she's on SmackDown. No video package, no introduction for your intro onto the main roster to these main roster fans where only a third of them watch NXT, et cetera, et cetera. And then she loses. She takes the fall in the 6 woman's tag match. And then on NXT on Tuesday, takes the fall to Rhea Ripley this is how we're building up this match for Roxanne Perez versus Corey Jade, which is a blood feud is to have Roxanne Perez lose until, until the blow off. It's preposterous.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, they, they're not taking good care of Roxanne Perez. No, I don't think any of this is fatal yet, but like it, it's, it's nothing to be proud of. This is just not good booking.
0: Yeah, I would agree. And Roxanne Perez has to take this match, in my opinion.
1: Yes. Uh, no, uh, Cora Jade it, it just uh, is not. <laughs> Cor- Why is she a
0: heel? It's killing me that she's a heel. But it's like she was one of the most likable baby faces you had.
1: She, and, uh, she, there's just no menace to this little no. person. No, I'm sorry.
0: I've known, known people like Cora Jade who were menacing. She ain't menacing, okay. Yes. She doesn't have she doesn't have that certain tinge of evil in her that, that...
1: evil or maybe undiagnosed mental illness that yes. manifests. Well, in... yeah.
0: I didn't want to go there because I don't want to make fun of people with mental illness necessarily, but you know, I
1: mean, <laughs> six Look. of one,
0: six of one, half a dozen of the other. Chris, yes,
1: no, yes, I, I, I too have known the type who looks like Cora jade. It has the same size and body dimensions as core jade and absolutely evokes a sense of, I am concerned for my safety. This person might actually be very dangerous. Have you ever dated that of Chris? <laughs> yes. Okay, there we go. Because <laughs> you see, I like girls with tattoos, Jeffrey. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> oh, we went a little bit too far down the rabbit hole on that no, one. No, anyway. <laughs> we didn't.
1: Everything's good. The healing is happening.
0: In a a ladder match for the vacant NXT North American Championship, Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams versus Oro Mensa, a.k.a. Bootleg Kofi, versus Wesley versus Nathan Frazier versus Charisma Vacuum Von Wagner to catch them all. Um, (laughs) This is going to be small guys doing a lot of acrobatic stuff off of ladders match, with the exception of Von Wagner, who, again, is there to do to catch these small men falling at great speeds to show his strength. And I like Von Wagner because I like his father.
1: Um and I like Von Wagner because I just think he's he's starting suggest- to get
0: charisma. He's starting to get weird charisma.
1: <laughs> his promos are hilarious, Jeff. Yes, like like yes. The, the way this man talks. I I I would pay small amounts of money to watch him read seeds from movies and try <laughs> to act them out. Like, it, it, like okay. important, like Top Gun, few good men, but, like, you want the truth, you cannot handle the truth.
0: Okay, so Von Wagner for you is what Kiana James is for me, in that, in that I will now be watching everything that she and her, <laughs> her Brazilian secretary do as as a 90s porn movie without the sex that's that's what that's what kiana so okay so we both have a uh a uh a, a guilty pleasure in like n-
1: nothing would would make me happier than if ray mysterio came down and feuded with Von wagner <laughs> and, and we could just get promos between those two for like oh. a month
0: Oh, we need that. We need no, that no
1: no, 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 it'd be great. I, like, the booking of the match makes sense, right? It's classic big guy versus little guy. I want see the
0: locker room interaction, though, between yes. Von Wagner and Rey Mysterio so bad. Cause,
1: oh, cause wow. The, the so, actor... you, so you're Rey Mysterio, huh? Yes, it is me. I am Rey Mysterio. I have Ledger. a
0: son named Dominic.
1: <laughs> have you seen my son?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Carmelo <laughs> Hayes. Uh, gets his belt back is what I would do here. Oh, you think
1: Carmel's getting it a third time? He might very well. Yeah. Unless he's
0: getting getting moved up, which is a possibility.
1: No, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to say he doesn't get his belt back because this is a really good way of screwing him out of his belt. Um, Like for a heel. I'm going to say Wagner wins.
0: Okay. (laughs) Go with that. Uh, Mandy Rose, presumably with toxic attraction against Alba Fire, the artist formerly known as Kaylee Ray. For the NXT Women's Championship,
1: I think Mandy retains here. I
0: think Alba Fire might be joining Damage Control because they because there have been pushes for it. So I will say Mandy Rose also. Um, Mandy Rose retains. Alba Fire gets called up to the main roster to try and reignite Damage Control, which is which needs to control its damage right now because it's it's just it's a it's a stable that is flailing. Relevancy and it makes me sad. And then in a triple threat match for the NXT title, Brom Breaker versus Ilya Dragonoff versus J.D. McDonough, who just absolutely got buried by Kevin Owens. God,
1: God did Evans. he ever! My lord, nobody <laughs> wants
0: to see you here. No, Victoria. how about the
1: "Don't Google Me"? Don't Google. Oh yeah, that. Please. Don't Google me. Oh, oh my goodness. God! I, yes, like. J.D. McDonough's got enemies. He, uh,
0: I, if, if he didn't go to the back and try at least throw a punch, I'll be very disappointed about that. Not that he didn't deserve that. Don't Google me.
1: No, right. no, he's earned that. Uh, look, look uh, yeah, he he's earned the, the he's earned the rep. Uh, I, I mean, he also would have been in the right though to want to you know, have words with Owens about yes. doing that at yes. that time. I mean, that, that was, you know, that was Adam Page, you know, uh, union talk uh, promo yes. sort of stuff. Yeah, They're like a locker like,
0: room cancer. <laughs> okay.
1: Just out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere. I, I mean, I, I look, I, I don't, I don't agree with this company's decision to keep some of these dudes who have like very clear problems uh, around, but like, the reality is, is they did. Owens was not a team player there, uh, even though it was funny. Um, I'm going to say Breaker retains.
0: I will as well by pinning the aforementioned J.D. McDonough, I think. And then eventually we'll get an Iliad-Dragonoff match in there. But, yes, that'll be How- Halloween Havoc. There's time, I'll watch it on Saturday. If not, I'll watch it throughout the week, especially if it gets good buzz. Uh Chris, it is your turn on the Lazy River to pick something.
1: Man, let us mosey along back to. I guess we'll do dynamite here. Uh hmm, um, we've already done the we've already done the main event. We did the kind of the closeout on that. Uh, Dalton Castle and Chris Jericho's. Fine, you
0: know. Dalton Castle is about eight years too late.
1: Yeah, it it really it doesn't uh, <clears throat> it doesn't really hit as a as a as a fresh idea right now, does it?
0: I loved his entrance, and uh, and actually, this match brings me into another point I had, and I'll get into that in a moment. The match itself, pretty great.
1: His I... entrance is wonderfully executed. Yes. It's what? Yes. No, it, like and in particular, no, like just with the with the boy, what he does, the final kind of prestige at the end. No, like really, really wonderfully executed. It just it just is a
0: very good wrestler as well. Yes. Let's, yes, let's, he let's is. Let, yes, he is. I mean, because for all the gimmick and stuff, he is a very he has great suplexes. He's very, very strong. He would be Orange Cassidy if Orange Cassidy were not in this company.
1: Hmm. That's an interesting comp. Yes, yes. It it, it no. It, it, if anything, if anything, the entrance sort of like it 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 lures you in to the fact that like this guy is actually an exceptionally good wrestler.
0: Yes, it's almost he's a, like he's, he's being a dandy at times to to belie the fact of his toughness. Um, I would here's the no. I'm gonna go, and this is a cross show promotional thing. About heel color commentators, Taz basically buried uh, Castle here a little bit in the match when he needed to elevate Dalton castle. he was saying, well, he shouldn't be shouldn't be wasting time doing his weird dancing stuff or whatever he was he was or trying to get the crowd going or or something to that effect. But Dalton Castle hasn't been a presence enough on aew television to be doing that. He's still He's a guy from ROH who people know, but in terms of, you know, remember, wrestling is all about conditioning. And so here I think Taz need to put over his talent versus crushing on the gimmick a little bit here. And this brings me to JBL, who is a damn menace whenever you give him the microphone. He walks in there, he buries your new play-by-play guy. Basically, borderline, I mean... We can have an argument about whether or not you think Irish is a race, but xenophobia, at least about the Irish, and making Irish jokes the entire time coming in there. Um, look, the heel play, or the heel color commentator, only works in a situation, and it worked for years. And part of the reason we're doing it now is because of uh, is because of WWE's influence on professional wrestling the past twenty five years. Before WWE became the main game in town and there were other things, most regional promotions and other promotions kind of played it as a straight sports type thing. And you'd occasionally have the guest heel on there doing commentary to say stuff. But what WWE did is they made the play-by-play such a biased in favor of baby faces type of play-by-play guy that you needed the heel color commentator to balance that, and it made for a good, straight absurd scene. The problem is Kevin Patrick is not an over-the-top homer for baby faces just yet. He has not been established that as such. So JBL coming in here and being a bull in a china shop and just absolutely being a, a jerk on commentary to everybody and everything because he feels he Booker T does this a lot too, and it, it drives me nuts. He didn't do it this week on NXT, luckily, but. It's one of those things where we need to calm down on the heel color commentator if the baby face is just playing it straight and calling the
1: action. I mean, but the, you, you sort of got into the problem with JBL right at the core, right? One, he really just in this particular case with Kevin Patrick, you nailed it. Uh, maybe not racism, but like, how about stereotypes?
0: Stereotypes, xenophobia. That yeah, xenophobia. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, like, and then there's also the fact that JBL really only has one note to his song, especially at this point. There's just not a lot going on there. I, I really question the call of bringing this guy back. I I see just no utility. In I this hope
0: guy. it's not permanent. I I get the Me feeling too. it's gonna be he brings uh, although irony is of course that he's he latched on to corbin who has the same energy the problem is as much as we don't like baron corbin's television personality baron corbin seems like a fairly <sighs> solid dude
1: otherwise
0: he's play he plays the act very very well no no he
1: seems like a solid dude yeah. um yeah and and he's a perfectly safe match.
0: Yes. but Oh, yeah, compared to JBL especially.
1: Uh, no, I know. It, right. So I, I'll i put it this way. I'm not making a, a, a character assessment on Corbin right. based on the association with JBL. I Correct. just don't... I don't think it will help Corbin go to the next phase in his talking and characterization that he is going to need to go to to sort of, like, stand out. Um, And I... Certainly don't think that JBL on a microphone adds much of anything.
0: I, I don't. Under, God, I hope he's not on Raw next week. Not not Corbin, but JBL. I hope this is just a Texas, Oklahoma type thing. <laughs> and we don't, don't need to see him every week because he, he's. I could see WWE looking at this and saying this is the answer to a hotter program is to have sniping and. And 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 a, and a color commentator who says edgy things and ooh did you hear what he said the other night ooh that'll get buzz that kind of thing, I don't think it's gonna work. That's that's just me. Your turn, sir.
1: All right. Um. Guess I will do. Uh. Man, Tony Storm and Hikaru was a fine match. I enjoyed look, this. This I is did. a fine. No, I. I here's my only note on this. Just a hard one to really sink your teeth into, because you just never thought for a second Cheetah was going to win this match. Right. No, Fine match. Fine match. It just it, it it really felt like I was just... I It, it was very pleasant to watch. It, it, I, even though I was like, oh, there's nothing... It, it felt like a waiting room, but a nice one, right? Like, you're you're just passing through here. There's nothing of note that's going to happen here news-wise, but, like, it was a very pleasant waiting room. Is what it was for me.
0: Well, it was. But at the same time, it was like it also once you get to the post match, it feels like, oh, that was just a waste of time. Cause is gone the moment she gets pinned. She's out of there. To make up for the fact that Paige is gonna come out and run into Britt Baker, who's out there, you know, doing her, you know, trolling the Cincinnati crowd with the Pittsburgh jersey, which I appreciated. But this was all to set up people other than those in the match. So you get you get, uh, you get Paige, out, or uh, Soraya, sorry, I called her by her WWE name, S- Soraya, Soraya, uh, out there being on, on Brit, and then and you get Hater and Rebel team up on Tony Storm to then bring back Riho. Oh, <laughs> God! Rio, who, Rio, who God. Pulls, Rio pulls a Jeff Hardy, decides she has to wave to the crowd before running... Carefully running down to make the save in her pretty dress.
1: Well, yeah, she doesn't want to like break her leg on the way down the ramp.
2: Yes,
0: um, I know, (laughs) I know that AEW fans love Riho. Um, Uh, my opinion on Rio is the same as Bret Hart about Ric Flair
1: four out of ten. (laughs) No,
0: is that is that once you've seen the Riho match, that's it pretty much. I mean, it's she'll do the Matrix escape out of the pin. She'll do, she'll do the, I'll jump off the top rope onto Jamie Hader, who will throw her legs out from under her. She'll play the hits and she's well-liked because I believe if she's not Kenny's girlfriend, she used to date Kenny. I don't know what the status of that is, but you know, she was a world champion in here. People love Rio. I, I just, I, I think the Joshi and the real athlete thing still don't mix quite a bit, quite as well as people want it to. Um, but, yeah, so we basically uh, we basically excused Hikaru Shida later for, for Rio here.
1: Yeah, uh, the Rio return r- reminded me of all my feelings about Rio. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: And those are?
1: <laughs> this act decidedly does not do it for me. Okay. Uh, I
0: mean, I like Yugo Sakazaki better than I like Rio.
1: But- no, I like Maki Ito more than I like okay. Rio. Okay. <laughs> i
2: yeah
1: if, if, if i'm being just completely honest i enjoy maki ito more than i enjoy riho uh so no i i, I just she came out and she was doing all of her high-flying stuff and it just she doesn't we, we we're saying like menace and evil earlier with like cora jade and i don't need like menace with this person but like I need it to look like when she does a cross body that like, it should actually take the other person over. Yes. And there's just <laughs> there's no, a little,
0: there's a little Ralph Wiggum to Rio. <laughs> Yeah. I'm in danger. Co- I'm coming off the top rope. <laughs> I'm coming off the top rope. <laughs> yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, you know, like when Eos Shirai does it, she's crazy. So it's a cup of crazy when she's she's climbing up to the top rope, putting a trash can over herself and throwing herself at a bunch of women. Okay. You can excuse that with Rio. It's like, tee hee hee. I'm climbing the top rope. You know, that kind of, you're just like, okay, whatever. Um,
1: (laughs) Uh, And and then I just, I continue to, I hate the fact that like in this company, they do multiple storylines around a title at once And, but there's always one, but, but the one that actually matters is not the main one that's in focus. So, like with the world title, right? Like it's MJF versus Moxley, but we had this whole like Page and Moxley thing that you just didn't think, really didn't think there was a chance Page was going to win this title because it was being outshined by the MJF thing. And like it's the same there with Tony Storm, like the Sheeta match, just it, it, Tony doesn't even feel like the main character in her own story and she's the champion. There's
0: a weird, almost WWE show must go on to the, to the feuds here because I, I'll tell you a note that, that that brings up to me on, on dynamite it, is the whole, when Jericho wins his match and decides to go after Ian Riccoboni and then ends up uh pile driving, Jerry Lynn. on Wrong, the wrong
1: man got pile driven on that night.
0: I, I wrong I man got pile driven. I concur, but I will, I will move on to this fact. Uh, we didn't even. There was a almost a TNA esque to the back after that. It's like a a guy just got pile drive driven on a belt here. He is hurt. You know. I mean, maybe maybe that's just old man Hawkins thinking. You know, back in my day, that'd be at least three months out of the business, and it says. And now it's time for our main event. Let's get excited here. I was like, are we going to talk about Jerry Lynn getting his neck broken by Chris Jericho at all? Is that going to be a somber uh, cloud on this main event? Or are we just are we just moving on with our life because this is pro wrestling and this is what it does? And this is why nobody can take it seriously. It's because none of these things have any emotional resonance whatsoever, including the title belts.
1: Yeah, I, I mean... If a pile driving a man on uh title he, belt he streamed his
0: neck. He was training with the Blackpool Combat Club, so he'll be that, fine next week.
1: Oh, that that knowledge is now getting around the locker room. So the pile driver's <laughs> not gonna be very effective in about six months' time, Jeff.
0: Oh, I thought you had a point to follow up with No, that. no, uh,
1: that, that was just a, that was just a punchline.
0: Uh, I will say one positive thing to temper on with the negative stuff I've been saying here. Uh, I they didn't get much of a match on Dark this week. I love the Bollywood boys. I, I do. I think they're great. I think they, I, I watched them on defy and they were fantastic. I think they, they, they over, <laughs> they sacrificed themselves to get Randy Orton over in that stupid. Uh, oh, what's his name? The guy. Who,
1: oh, Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. Oh my God. Did. No, they, they, they got annihilated over and over again for, by Randy Orton.
0: Yes. Uh, and I, I, you know they they didn't have the match I thought they might against the 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 Gun Club, but uh, I do like the Bollywood Boys a lot, and I hope they get, I hope they are able to stick around and get some paydays for AEW.
1: Yes, a- absolutely, I I I agree. Um, it is on me. I'm trying to think of is there anything on NXT that I actually think is worth talking about? We already did the KO show. Uh...
0: The Hales fantastic, but we've already espoused about
1: Chase. Yeah, you. no, I yeah, no, I, I, I Chase. You and I enjoy it a lot. Uh, I look, I, I thought Bodie was very funny. Try to like <laughs> go Mister Chase on Ch- Like it, it, even like the cross promotional stuff now with Chase. You is funny. It Like yes. normally I would not be into those like little Chucky vignettes at all but no. nobody was very funny try to like cut a promo on chucky like nah, chucky i thought was
0: cringe all night but that was at least the right
1: good no thing. he he was cringe in every other circumstance and it wasn't like what chucky did there was good that was all Bodhi.
0: Like, Um I, I am upset that yeah. we have decided to go uh bailey versus bianca after doing a ladder match We're <laughs> run this back again and i love both of them i'm just like there's no point to this
1: no, uh, we we actually talked about the potentiality that this might happen uh, coming out that latter match, which is crazy.
0: And the only other note I had for any wrestling all week, uh, other than other than you know dynamite, which I deconstructed on Wednesday, was I, I'm very happy to have L.A. Knight back, only because he, look,
1: they shouldn't have turned him heel though. They shouldn't have turned no, him. No,
0: I agree. He 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 has massive babyface potential, and I don't. Once he got out of NXT and you saw that he had babyface potential, why would you turn? I get, trust me, I get that he's doing a hodge or a, an amalgam of The Rock and Stone Cold. I don't care. He can talk. That's all I want is somebody who can talk for once. And yeah, okay, it, it's patterned. It's silly. It's probably get old quick. But this is far better than him being a male model.
1: Um, oh, yeah. And. and- And and, in some slight fairness to him, the yeah thing is really only a thing he came up with midway through his run in NWA. Yes. He wasn't like early on. He was kind of still trying to figure it out. So it's like.
0: If he gets over this way, I have no problem with
1: they it. They just shouldn't they shouldn't have turned him. They no. they shouldn't they they shouldn't have turned him. I especially I,
0: against I, a stable that they hated like the models. It's like okay. Uh,
1: uh, it, uh, that end thing where the models are all like, see, we told you so, sort of belied like the absurdity of that particular booking pattern. It was just yeah, the way of going. They,
0: I think what they think is that people are gonna get behind him like rock or stone cold. And then they're gonna turn him baby facing. He's gonna be white hot, and I I think that I don't
1: know. A mistake, you know? Uh, that's a mistake too. Uh, also, I think a mistake is potentially turning Elias here. I think if you yeah. bring back if you bring back Elias, you gotta bring this guy back as a face too. Oh, uh,
0: Chris, you know what we? Although got to do? for me, although I got
1: I I, I gotta stop you here, Jeff. Okay. Because here's the thing. I get how for the layperson watching that segment, Matt Riddle is a baby face, good natured guy, just wants to come and hang out. Nah, nah. Matt, Matt Riddle is, is a bully and a fascist. Uh, When when someone prepares a heartfelt serenade for a crowd, Jeffrey, and it's their stage. It's not okay to bring your stupid bongos on stage and try to like, work it out and jam a few things from your heart while I'm up there playing, you know, a heartfelt tune to the people of Paducah.
0: Oh, well, uh, well, well, Chris, I thought you were going to make Riddle the heel for possibly offering uh a creative genius such as Elias uh, pot that might. Yeah, no, there was also the
1: drugs thing. There was that. That was (laughs) God, God. I hope it doesn't come out that like drugs and music are a thing.
0: (laughs) My only hope for this, because I, I, I was so looking forward to the whole Elias family being some sort of a feud here. Is that the Royal rumble? Elias has an early number, and he goes back and he shaves, and he comes out as Ezekiel. Yes, for the Royal Rumble. Oh my God, I, I need this. And Elron?
1: Some... No, I, I want Elron too. Oh, you want Elron too? Or Elrod? Is it? Was it Elrod?
0: I think it's Elrod. Yes.
1: Yeah, Elrod. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. Enron uh, Enron. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he sells stock. He's a stockbroker <laughs> in the family. Chris.
1: Yeah, he collapses in the middle of the match.
0: Uh, I have nothing else to talk about to you.
1: Um, I I don't I don't think so. Uh, the bifurcation of Bray Wyatt thing isn't really working for me. Uh, the I don't bla- a-
0: it's it's black phone right, uh, which is on the Peacock. The horror what do you mean? movie. Uh, is, is that th- this whole thing? Like, I didn't. I hated that promo. By the way, I I, I liked the promo, but I hated that it was a cop out. Either do it straight or don't, and then they use right. it for heat. I hated that. But this is what it's going to be. It's going to be Bray Wyatt's a nice guy until he puts on the mask, and then he's evil.
1: Ah, uh, okay, okay. It's it's the which mess.
0: is the which is the Ethan Hawke uh, black phone movie, I guess. Set okay, in the seventies. I think that's what I think that's what the uh, impetus for this gimmick is going to be, and then there might be there might be some wrestlers dressed as uh, dressed as these characters from the Playhouse. We're not quite sure yet who there there's. The dyad we're talked about with Waller being the buzzard and and uh, Isla Dawn being the sister Abigail one or it might be, you know, Butch and uh, Vincent from uh, from the kingdom were backstage recently so that they might be the red shirts here. But um yeah, it looks like we're going to get people like Bray, but this new spooky character is the thing that's controlling him.
1: Ah, uh, okay, okay. So it's it's almost like it's like black foam, but it's also like really the, the closest he's been to like uh Wayland Mercy type.
0: Yes, yes. But yeah. but the but the mask is gonna have its own personality, I think.
1: Oh, and you know, it's also like that other movie, The Mask. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Smoke oh,
0: God. It. Oh, no. oh God, he becomes a comedy baby face who thinks he's in text avery pictures and he br- oh he can bring back the giant mallet
1: the giant <laughs> he could do the wolf whistle hubba hubba
0: Ooh, oh yeah what? He, he, he goes with his cousin from the country to a nightclub to watch little red riding hood sing sing in clubhouse and it's like <laughs> well cousin he's gonna have to take you back to the city
1: I <laughs> love the mask. Stanley Ipkiss.
0: Ah, uh, that'll do it for us this week. Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter at crap game 13. you can follow Chris at DWATG. You You just follow the show at shake them ropes. All one word. I retweet when the voices people put us up in there. Uh, make sure you use, uh, VOW 65. if you want to order? Hello? Fresh,
1: no more lies,
0: no more lies and, uh, free shipping as well. And, and, uh, some gifts and some free meals possibly so so that'll be cool no more shipping no more shipping yes you'll have to come pick it up (laughs) um i am on fight game media on wednesdays about 10 minutes after uh dynamite ends with paul fontaine doing the dynamite show where i thoroughly deconstruct every single thing that happened in AEW on that night chris also has a patreon he's gonna tell you about it now
1: Don't worry about the government is a show that I have done and will do again at some point. Patreon.com slash DWATG is where you can go. A buck a show is all I ask. So if I'm not making shows, don't worry. You're not getting charged. If you want guitar lessons, you can hit me up on Instagram, Instagram Instagram.com slash Dr as in like D-O-C-T-O-R underscore NOV, N-O-V, Dr. NOV, on Instagram to see my music and my life and my cats and some photos of my grandpa. And that, that's basically it. And you can hit me up for music lessons there too.
0: Yeah, next week, Chris is going to do 30 on women with tattoos.
1: Women with tattoos.